0: That's what you gotta do, Andrew. After you get the fun sound check. Now it's pointing straight at me. Now it's pointing straight at you. Bring it in just a little bit for me. Here you go. Thank you. You're a you're a soft spoken, kind man. By the way, we are recording now. Oh boy. Hello, everybody, and welcome.
1: Pushed it far away so that there was room to fit food in my face. We'll we'll get there. Uh, (laughs) Hello,
0: and welcome to another episode of. Dinner at your place, hosted by me, Danny Calais on the Hooker Boy Studios. From the Hooker Boy Studios, on the Hooker Boy Studios Network. I personally like that. I was talking with my team, and they said, "Don't say Hooker Boy Studios Network." Oh, okay. But it sounds. Who's your team? Don't Don't worry about my team. <laughs> That's my people. We keep it We keep it small. We keep it tight. By the way, my guest today, good friend, great comedian, Andrew Mayer. Hello, hi everyone. Uh, he has two albums out. He's got Nonsense, he's got...
1: Having a nice time so is the next
0: one. I was going to I wanted to introduce the one that made me a huge fan of you, and then oh, I wanted buddy. to throw it to you for the one that makes you that dope. <laughs> so yeah, he's got Nonsense, Having a Nice Time. They are out on all streaming platforms, yeah. as well as... They are
1: officially back on all streaming platforms. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and Andrew, what did you uh, request that I make for you tonight?
1: I requested... A uh, taco dinner. Yeah. Old El Paso. Let's do it. Okay. So. <laughs> oh, no, as throwback I, from my childhood. As
0: I told Andrew, I made one batch of taco meat that was exactly to the El Paso packaging. And the other. It comes meat...
1: with a package of seasoning as well, right? It's, uh, yes. Or, yeah. Okay.
0: Yes. The package says. It's not like
1: you need all these things exactly. <laughs> no. It's, we didn't get them for no, you. No, it's
0: literally just you get the beef, you brown it, and then. Dump a packet in. you yeah you dump a packet in with two-thirds a cup of water Yep. with the again with the packet and then you just stir that up until it gets goopy yeah and then you put the meat back in and you just cover that goop in the meat
1: it's pretty amazing that i've never made tacos for myself dude
0: it's really easy <laughs> it's, tacos for me i always thought because the amount of ingredients you need it was always just an intimidating thing yeah you need this you need that you need that i mean i got like four things you know it's, not, yeah. it's like it took like a half hour to make it it's very <laughs> easy and the other one will do it i'll i'll tell you what i put in after the Pepsi okay. blind taste yeah. and i did want to start eating up top i'm i'm trying to figure out when to introduce the eating because as you said it's going to be a loud well, meal this
1: one in particular you're going to be able to tell when we start the because, asmr <laughs> fans
0: will yeah, enjoy the crunch of a like, hard shell taco
1: this is the podcast that my wife can't listen to the most of all the podcasts yeah. because she already doesn't love the noise of people talking but the thing she hates the most is the noise of people eating so. my buddy
0: sam who did the logos for the stuff you know what you see behind you he is the same thing where he will straight up at dinner or like a meal if you're chewing too loudly he'll just say hey please don't do that don't eat your food i can hear you and i'm gonna leave (laughs) good guy i yeah love that guy Uh, no it's
1: real it's misophonia is real it's 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 totally yeah i mean I, i like every time it happens for someone around me i'm like are you sure but then also i just like see how mad that they are about sounds and i'm like yeah all right i get it
0: so then his meals with your wife are they quiet so you can focus on not chewing loudly or are you trying to talk so much
1: hers isn't as intense as that okay. so um if i like openly chewed loudly yeah to make her mad she would get mad yeah but, like mouth open grossness um, yeah most of the time if i'm just eating we're okay okay but it always has she scared me. She has to me. accept your human function. It's a your little need bit scary eat. because, like, misophonia changes over time, and really? like, could be, I don't know, the sound of my voice could <laughs> be something that suddenly drives her insane.
0: Honey, we've been married for 28 years. I love you so much. Yeah. Oh no, this I, is the moment.
1: <laughs> I read a article about people like that. that Wait, they are married couple that the wife just suddenly can't stand the sound of the husband's voice
0: did they stay together or? i think
1: they if i remember right they were still together and just had like developed a system for him not to you gotta speak. learn
0: the, is the system asl
1: basically you just i think it was a lot a lot of writing on notebooks
0: <laughs> that's that too i mean you can't even be like, oh, yes, I learned another language to try and get it It's just literally the sound of your You have to learn ASL yeah. or write it all out. Yeah. Or the logical explanation, just get a divorce. Yeah. It happens. Sometimes <laughs> you can't stand the voice of the person you're with. <laughs>
1: but if you still love them and just can't stand the sound of their voice. It might be a good movie. Yep.
0: Let's
1: Some, do it. I mean, talk to, your team, talk to and- <laughs> your
0: team. We'll get the funding for asl
1: mouth off i was <laughs> i was doing face off but i don't mouth think th- i don't think i'm making the same movie that you're making i'm making one where i trade mouths with a I, <laughs> criminal i
0: was gonna say i'm going rom-com you're going like weird sci-fi <laughs> trade mouths well yeah let's have a mouth off ourselves and try <laughs> some of these tacos because i want also get guests to have the food while it's warm sure so let's hope that it's still warm okay first bite here we go okay what are you are you going to go with taco de los Dangli? or I don't know which one is That's true. That is true. I'm gonna we have one of bite, each here. I'm going
1: to bite a taco.
0: And there is definitely a way to tell. I'm actually I'm curious.
1: The if, one in the front on the stove was obviously. tacos de los Dangli?
0: Yes, it was. Okay. That was the one with the herbs and I'm not gonna lie. I stopped talking to hear the crunch, and I wanted to hear it perfectly. It was kind of nice. I'm not gonna lie.
1: Good satisfying crunch.
0: So was that was that taco de los dangles? Was that the front taco? This
1: was the one. Oh wait. Oh, I just ruined the challenge because I asked you. You Oh shit! You
0: did. Well, yeah. I mean,
1: this one was Old El Paso, I think. Okay. And that checks out for.
0: Does it taste like a childhood? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a lot has changed in the old El Paso front since I was a child. Mo- mainly that they have flat-bottom hard-shell tacos now, which never existed.
0: That part was crazy when I was looking at the grocery store and I saw, you know, easy-stained tacos. I do not remember that as a kid. And that's partially why I never liked hard shell tacos was because you can never it was too it was too floppy i felt you couldn't get yeah it just <clears throat> stand you couldn't get it all your stuff in there so you just get the soft shell
1: i i just wanted it to not break on me it wasn't really all i wanted
0: <laughs> that too i remember i feel like the structured bottom does provide more sturdiness.
1: When I found out about soft shell tacos, I never went back. This is my first hard shell in a very, very long time. This is my
0: first hard shell in forever, but I figured for the old El Paso, despite the audio recording, you gotta (laughs) have that crunch. (laughs) (laughs) So, you never went back when you had the soft shell, but for childhood, the El Paso kit was always hard shell. I mean, it comes... The El Paso kit, like... It is an iconic meal, really. Yeah, it's it's an easy thing that I feel like everybody has in the like weekly rotation. Was that it for you? Uh,
1: maybe not weekly, but it was. I remember it being an exciting night Ooh. when tacos were happening.
0: Okay, and who, who was it exciting for? Are you only for child? For me. Siblings? No, uh,
1: my, I don't. And I don't know if it was as exciting for my sister. My sister. Okay. Was, yeah, the four of us: my mom and dad, and my sister and I. Got it. Um. But I remember myself particularly being excited about tacos all day,
0: which would mom tell you in the morning and be like, Hey, we're going to have tacos tonight.
1: No, I would usually, and I I would never ask either. Mm, Okay. My mom worked nights for a lot of my childhood. And so, um, there were like specific nights that she was home and specific nights that she was away at work.
0: Got it. And so, so that would, that's a very popular question that I like to ask because I think it's different for everybody is what did the dinner table look like for you because you know a lot of parents either it's night shift or people on the move going to wherever
1: yeah uh when i was a young kid uh, yeah when i was really young i guess that my uh mom probably cooked a bunch Mm. and then she started working some nights and there would be nights where my dad and i would just like eat a pizza in front of the tv
0: Mm, okay special nights i bet
1: eventually we moved more and more towards just eat in front of the television in the tv room okay um which is what i do now also yeah every meal is just eat in the living
0: room and i don't think that makes it any less special no it's because you're still spending time with the people you want to spend time with and sharing a meal and you can also just be like hey wasn't that dumb i'm like whatever's on tv you just put something dumb on in the background you don't have to put a movie we don't have that much time (laughs) like we don't have yeah
1: total schedule so like it's nice to just chill out and catch up on a show together especially because like we have a bunch of shows that we can only watch when the other person is there
0: what are you watching now
1: um I guess we just finished a few things. What did we finish? Okay. Great question.
0: Okay. <laughs> what did you like recently? Like, just just go there. What did you What did you finish instead of listing everything that you finished? What jumps out at you that was like, oh, that was pretty good.
1: Um, man, I'm like, feel like there's something very recent that I watched and loved, and also I can't think of it right now. Series. Uh, yeah, it would probably, it would mostly be television. All
0: right, let's do, um, I'm going to, I'm going to try and cut the let's, instead of 20. Let's do 10 questions. I'll cut it down and I'm going to try and figure out what you watched oh, recently. Oh, okay. Sure. Was I'll, it,
1: I'll, now I'm going to put one in my head.
0: Okay. Was it Hulu? No. All right. Hang on. Let me, I got one, one finger up. Uh, this is
1: already, this is already going to be a problem. <laughs>
0: Was it not a streaming service?
1: Well, they have their own streaming service.
0: <laughs> okay. Is it a streaming service of a c- corporation ran by someone who just went to space? No. Okay.
1: Their own the streaming. It's service. a streaming service that has only their show on it. Oh, Peacock. No. Oh wait, wait, wait. Peacock.
0: Oh, uh, okay. When you said <laughs> there's the, only one show, that's what I okay. It's
1: one show. It's and one they a, show. They have an entire streaming service. Yeah. There's that no one way show. I'm gonna get this. What is it then? <laughs> it's a show called Taskmaster that I'm obsessed with.
0: Okay. Is it? T- it's a, a guy, uh, british girl whatever making stuff like tat like completing tasks
1: yeah it's a british comedy game show where they have a series of comedians uh do a bunch of random stuff and some of it is very like quantifiable like hey get to this spot in the quickest amount yeah. of time and then some of it's like make the best noise <laughs> and one person just decides who did the best. And then over the course of a season, it's the same comedians every episode for a whole season. Oh, okay. And then, it's a, and then they game decide the, who won.
0: Who won? A ton of money at the end.
1: And there's no money in it. It's just a oh, big trophy just... of the Taskmaster's head.
0: Oh, that's pretty fun. <laughs> that. I'm sure going into it, they're like, "Oh, maybe if I win, I'll win. I'll get money. like one of the first to like show first started." And then they're like, "No, you just win this giant." No, tournament. they get paid for being on the show. Okay, it is, they gotta do. Uh, it,
1: the the British format is very uh, interesting for television. It is on actual television yeah. in England, but they have their own streaming service for us. Also, almost all the episodes are on YouTube.
0: What? So it's it's literally you go to the street like as you if go you go to would Taskmaster Netflix or whatever.
1: Supermax Plus and subscribe, and you get all their episodes.
0: And it's just that show.
1: Yeah, it and it's uh, I I don't know. M- almost all of the episodes are on YouTube already, so it just was something I got because I wanted to. Oh, that's nice that you paid some money. I was I guess, gonna say that's
0: nice. For... That's that's nice that you paid yeah. for you know something that you enjoyed even though it's already out there for free. Yeah, I did that with I think Hampton Yount one time, like I went to his PayPal like not PayPal his his website uh-huh. and Hampton Yount's another great comic. Uh, I went to his website and I listened to all of his stuff and it was like you can buy the vinyl like there was nothing that i could buy to support but then there was literally just a link that I was like hey if you want to give me money i was like yeah sure whatever yeah, i'll just whatever. i'll pay you an album's worth of money for all the times i've listened to because you as you know better than oh. anybody else in the scene i'm sure yeah you i don't mean, get anything from streaming on listening
1: listening to things on streaming services is uh, gets you almost a depressing amount like it almost is worse than nothing the amount that you get it's like a half a penny every track i was gonna
0: say is it's less than a cent yeah significantly less so even if i was to fall asleep to your album leave it on for a let's say i get eight hours of sleep yeah that's still you're gonna get like i get like 10 bucks i was gonna say like eight (laughs) bucks maybe oh my god that's brutal yeah
1: is nice of people some people have told me that they have done that before and it's like well thanks for the five dollars buddy well
0: i mean that's a great yeah why not i mean throw five bucks in the pocket just leave it on mute leave it on all day at that point just leave it on repeat yeah that is is that what amanda's doing
1: no no she would be too mad
0: yeah because voices thing (laughs) as well as the eating great timing on that crunch right as i said as well as the eating (laughs) Uh, okay, so Andrew's excited for taco night. What, you know, like I said, I love the way that people describe their dinner table. There's always, like, a story or something, you know, like, some memory that sticks out. Sure. You immediately went to, like, some nights just getting pizza with your dad.
1: Yeah. That's that's my other most memorable <laughs> meal, and I was, almost suggested that, but I didn't think that you could get Tooltown Pizza. <laughs>
0: I can make pizza.
1: Well, specifically Tooltown pizza. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. From the place that was a oh, two-minute yeah, no, from my childhood home. Definitely
0: could not get that, but I could make. I don't it think you can and... make
1: it either because it has to be a pizza that is kind of bad.
0: <laughs> okay, so it's one of those. It's good. It's like it I mean it's not it's the, House
1: of Pizza pizza like yeah. it is whatever it is it was um the bad food everyone that in great. Athol the town that I grew up in everyone there it was their favorite pizza but I had it once or twice a week for so long that it became uh my least favorite pizza so <laughs> it was very thick cheese and their sauce wasn't my favorite yikes. people like liked their sauce yeah. but I did not what
0: is the thick, it just, I mean, that's just a bomb just a in your leathery
1: stomach. Leathery layer of cheese. Yeah. I don't need it. I, I would know. much rather have. And you're, are, I'm a sauce guy when it comes to pizza. Now I've, I've learned. Really, it's very important to me that there's a bunch of sauce on so, the pizza and that the sauce is good.
0: So deep dish must be a big hit. I just for went you. to
1: Chicago and had my first deep dish pizza.
0: Ooh, from where?
1: What was the name of the place? Was it was one of a, the
0: like famous ones.
1: It was a random place we Googled, mm, nice. and they were very highly rated on on nice. Yelp. But we just, it was on the way uh, off the plane, like I, we were leaving the airport, and just like Googled deep dish pizza because we were, were like, like, we need to eat this hungry. thing immediately.
0: <laughs> I did not plan for this flight at all. <laughs> I've only been thinking about a deep dish pizza.
1: Yeah, but. Uh, we we told where well, I have a few friends in Chicago, mm-hmm. and we told them where we went, and they were like, "Oh, that's the best place!" Oh, so nice. we like really kind of lucked into it, but also knocked it out of the park yeah. and had a great deep dish pizza. Was well, so I was fast. gonna say the review?
0: It was so good. Yeah, you're here. You're like here a, to silence the haters. It's just like a lasagna so good. that's good. Yeah, I mean it. It's it's in my opinion, it's not pizza. It is like a casserole type deal, yeah. but it is incredible. Yeah, so, it's so
1: good. I like. So that I, was... I'm not a big lasagna guy, and so really? I, I like uh, suggesting that. <laughs>
0: that's interesting. If you do like deep dish so much, and then I just don't
1: like I just don't like pasta that much. I pasta is fine.
0: Uh, whoa! I think you're one of the first people in my 28 years of existence yeah. that's ever that has ever that's not been crazy about pasta. I
1: think again, it comes down to sauce for me, and the way I grew up was pasta had a sauce it was i think just ragu stuff but i wasn't a fan of it it was like too sweet and now when when the sauce and pasta is really good i really like it
0: okay so you you again you're a saucy man i'm a sauce man (laughs) (laughs) the saucy man who who needs a at least a respectable vehicle to deliver the sauce yeah okay
1: yeah, just deliver the sauce, please.
0: Just deliver the sauce.
1: That's, that's a t-shirt I'm making.
0: <laughs> that's a great great tag, a t- great t-shirt. <laughs> I would just de- just deliver the sauce. So, you don't like reg- like, so what now, like, do you enjoy vodka sauce or Alfredo sauce? No,
1: I still am a tomato sauce person. Um, Alfredo, I've had a couple times and both times have been like, oh, I'm going to throw up. Like, yeah, I'm not, it just yeah. is so heavy. Yeah, I'm not um, a big
0: Alfredo guy. Yeah. And so and it go, okay, so you're talking about the leathery cheese. Alfredo is too heavy for you. Yeah. Yet you're drinking milk with every... I would have,
1: yeah, I would have a big glass of milk basically all the time.
0: What is the deal with all of us drinking so much milk
1: <laughs> when we were younger Why and now, was that and, now f- no and now no milk anymore?
0: No one drinks milk.
1: It's funny cuz I did it until I was I was still living at home when I was drinking milk. But, uh, I was probably like in my early twenties and then I was hanging out with this girl who was like visiting from Argentina and we were hanging out at the place that she was staying and it was late at night and she's like, what do you want? You want anything to drink? And I was like, ah, I'll have like a glass of milk. And she was like so confused and just like, but, but that's for babies. <laughs> and <laughs> I've never actually drank milk ever <laughs> since
0: that was that was the last time you've drank milk. It,
1: like really, my whole infrastructure like on drinking 20, milk you're... just fell apart. I was just like, w- w- "What? I'm not a baby. It's not cool to drink
0: milk. I don't know why. That's why." <laughs> oh my god! But uh, every meal is you got to drink your milk. Yeah. Get strong bones.
1: I guess it was all the ads that my parents grew up the get, like, the got, got milk got ads. My yeah, parents exactly. Brains but yeah no i had a ton of milk and
0: i i cannot like the extra sentence of that should have been like like got milk strong bones but also your stomach is gonna be (laughs) oh yeah doing also flips all day
1: also a girl from argentina will think you're a baby
0: Did you want to date this girl? Were you romantically? Inter- I
1: definitely had a crush on this girl. Oh, how could
0: um, you not? You're 20 year old, is a girl from Argentina <laughs> who's offering you a drink, and you yeah. pick your favorite drink, hoping. Well,
1: it was just like it was just the house that she was staying in, so it was it wasn't like a bar. It wasn't like a glass of milk, cold ice. Like I'm a maniac.
0: Oh man. But it
1: was like it was just like she had limited options in her fridge Sure. and one, milk was one milk of them. Milk was
0: one of them and you were like, "Oh, convenient though. That's what That's I That's my favorite drink. <laughs> so how does that wrap? how like you say milk? Did she pour you the glass of milk, you no, drink it and you're like, oh, "I don't think no. so. I
1: think I changed my mind and just got water." <laughs>
0: uh, I'm not a, I, no no no, I'm not a baby. I that was a test. I I thought <laughs> yeah. I wanted, to know I just what wanted you see if were going to say. it was weird. <laughs> That's exactly. Yep. Um,
1: yeah. So I mean, I but milk, I never have found that heavy. I think it is just really. Like, it's pretty refreshing.
0: Uh, I'm a, I'm substitute. if I substitute. have a
1: lot of it now, yeah. I will feel it,
0: dude. Okay. But
1: like, it was whole milk too when I was growing up, which it, is it was insane. always
0: whole. It's always whole milk, it's man.
1: Crazy. I'm a one percent at best now. Yeah,
0: you guy. Need to cut it cut it down a little bit. Yeah. Again, water that stuff down. I was doing real dairy milk. I make smoothies in the morning. I think it's just like an easy breakfast to make. And I started a new job back in January and woke up for it, did a couple video chats, and hadn't had breakfast. So I got super hungry, had a call with another coworker at around 11, was like, you know what? I'm going to make this smoothie real quick, just get it down, and then get it back on the call and oh boy was that a bad idea <laughs> because <laughs> on the call i had to excuse myself and i came back and my coworker was like hey bud you look so pale <laughs> what's going on i thought he
1: was like hey you didn't mute any of that <laughs>
0: i made you I, okay buddy <laughs> i made sure to like i was about to get sick and i made like i got up and then double like double clutched back and was like okay good it's muted." So she asked, she's like, are you okay? You look so pale. Like, do you want to just do this later? And I looked, I was like, Colleen, maybe she mute that. Uh, Yeah, that's fair. I didn't say where I worked. I don't know. I didn't want to. The point is. They're going
1: to be able to narrow it down now.
0: The point is, I was like, yeah. Uh, I just pulled a kid move and just drank my milk too fast, and it did not sit well in my tummy. You have two kids, you know. And she looked at me and was like, you're 28, man. Like, I understand, but oh boy. Yeah. Get it together. (laughs) And that was my last time drinking milk. can't.
1: Yeah. I still have it with cereal. Oh. That's pretty much it.
0: Yeah, I mean again. Do you I'm,
1: not even you don't even count that as milk. You're just like, "Oh no, of course I well, had it." Course, in cereal. Yeah, I'm
0: not I'm not doing water with cereal. No, <laughs> thank you. If I have the the means for milk, I will get the milk. Yeah. But again, I'm doing I I like shrugged because I was doing I'm still doing, you know, the milk substitute. Like I'm not lactose intolerant. I just don't want the tummy ache.
1: Sure.
0: <laughs> Straight up.
1: That sounds like lactose intolerant. <sighs>
0: is it though or does some things just hurt I your just tummy I just get a big tummy Andrew. ache
1: whenever I have it
0: well some things just give you a tummy ache no <laughs> some maybe sometimes it's milk
1: <laughs> it's just weird that every time it's milk
0: <laughs> yeah, that's... I get
1: a tummy ache it's so weird I'm not lactose intolerant though
0: Maybe I am. How do you even figure... Do you just go to the doctor and have this conversation and then a doctor... And then
1: they just bang a gavel and call you lactose intolerant. I was going to say, a
0: doctor says the same thing that you are, except I yep. just take it better because they're in a coat or whatever. <laughs>
1: yeah. I can wear a coat if you I want. I was
0: going to say, can you put a doctor's coat on and be like, oh, maybe I am lactose intolerant. This one's better. Is the, Which one's Is that? that the
1: real one? Yes. Or get to inform Old El Paso that they were beat yes. by a real taco.
0: I have beaten... Old El Paso on the flavor profile. It's like
1: it's like a billion uh, people in, like, <laughs> sombreros crash through the windows.
0: <laughs> is it anything similar or just better? What are you, what are you getting on the palate, my it's friend? It's definitely
1: spicier at the end, which I think as a kid I would have hated. Intr- okay. But uh, it's nice now. It just is, like, a better... It's just get more to it.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I, I... I put a little, uh, I diced up some onions and some jalapenos and I put that in some oil first and I let that get fragrant. Uh, and then I threw the meat in, you know, seasoned it with yep. typical taco stuff. Nothing, you know, just mm-hmm. cumin, paprika, chili powder, chili flakes, salt, pepper, all that. I did put, I do have Dangley's secret taco ingredient now, though. Can you taste any? Is there anything that you wouldn't expect oh, in a taco?
1: I. What's going on, dangly? <laughs> just
0: like that's what? An, oh, that's an old that's that's an old nickname that my friends gave me a while yep. back. Yep, it's my chef chef dangly is is just become the kind of a kind of a bit that again, ru- yikes. Yeah, it's let's <laughs> Daniel dangly. It it, it kind of works.
1: Yeah, Daniel, you're gangly.
0: I'm lanky, langy and gangly. <laughs> yeah.
1: Danky. That that's not as that's not as good. It doesn't describe you as Maybe well.
0: Danky Kang, Donkey Kong, my initials also, DK.
1: Okay. Uh, I'm going to try to figure out the secret ingredient now.
0: I was going to say, we went off on a wide, that was a weird <laughs> rabbit hole, but to close it, I did get the Donkey Kong intro song sung at me a lot. Fun. What's yeah, the Donkey Kong intro song? DK. Donkey Kong. He's the first member of the DK crew. DK. Did you play DK DK 64?
1: I only had a Game Boy.
0: That's a great... Hey, that's all I had for a while as well. And my goodness, was that thing my best friend.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, Game Boy rules.
0: Yeah. Pokemon?
1: Yeah. Got some red and blue.
0: I was gonna... Because uh, I'm... I'm a little bit younger than you, so I pl- I've i played all of the Pokemon because it hit me, like, right in yeah. that perfect pocket. Like, that's not... You know how people are like, I grew up with Harry Potter. You shut your fucking mouth. You don't say anything <laughs> bad about my friends. It's like, those are yeah. book characters. Yeah, they're... <laughs> It's also not a great book series. But anyway.
1: Oh, I don't know about the book series. The movies are a delight.
0: I fell asleep during one of, like, a midnight premiere I went to with a girlfriend at the time and some friends. Like, it was... I just don't. I don't like Harry Potter, man.
1: I Oh, I. I admit that uh, in spite of the author, I do really enjoy Harry Potter as a as a genre.
0: She's wild. Oh now.
1: yeah, it, it's it's so weird because she's like going down the same path as Graham Linehan, if you know who that
0: is. I don't, but
1: he's the guy who made the IT Crowd, which is one of oh, my favorite. Oh, that's so upsetting. One he's of my weird favorite now? sitcoms. Oh, he has been a full-on maniac for a while, and it is just, I think, just based on people calling him out on a few jokes from IT crowd that don't hold up, and they don't. They're, like, watching Mm -hmm. it back now, like, there's some jokes on that, some entire entire episodes based on premises that are like, this sucks. (laughs) Um but, like, got called out on those things and just, like, has doubled down so hard into those opinions now that he is just, like, a full-on right-wing maniac. Oh, and I can boy. see, I mean, she's already down that path at this point.
0: But, oh, jeez. Yeah.
1: And just as like, a thing that I really like that was created by a real weirdo, it turns out. More and more, if I didn't already know the show, like, it would not be an incentive to watch it
0: bummer for stuff
1: like i i i am better at excusing stuff like that where there are so many more people involved in the production versus like i, I i'm I, i'm not gonna like listen to r kelly now it's yeah because it's just r kelly it's just the guy
0: but not but like not to be well no it, i was gonna say not to be the trainer, but then i thought about it and i was like well no i mean the, rec, the like the mixers the and the label and like yeah it's, it's still, it's still like, one guy instead of, like, a cast or an ensemble. Sure. And... It like,
1: but, like, in a show like that, the creator of the show is this guy, but then also, like, I really like Richard Ayoade and Chris yeah. O'Dowd. And... Is
0: he? He's not in the show, right? He's not one of the... No, he's okay. not. Um,
1: so... And, so, and the same with Harry Potter is that I really like, as people, all the people that are in those things. They've all grown up to be, like, wonderful people, as far as I can tell. you talk
0: about the actors? Or... Yeah. Okay. Have you met Daniel Radcliffe? <laughs> yeah, he's great. She, she would not. Jager Allen would not have been my bet for Absolutely kids' not. author to go off the rails. Certainly not. That but was definitely all the way off the rails. She's
1: writing that book now about. Uh, it's like about it's a it's a murder mystery, but it's about like cancel culture. <laughs> I don't know. It, there's definitely a plot to it that is just like, this sounds like the worst book I've ever heard, but I can't think of it at the moment.
0: F- forwards by Joe Rogan. Oh and all the other comics that can't stop talking about cancel culture for whatever yeah. reason.
1: Yeah. it. Uh, yeah, she's she was not my pick. But why were we talking about her? We
0: Potter? were talking... Oh, about Pokemon. Yes. I was going to say, that hit me right. That was my... Like I'm growing up with this. Like I'm. Yeah. There's another one coming out in a couple months, and like I'm gonna get that. I don't care that I just turned 28. You know, I'm so excited for it.
1: I played. Uh, I and I was in eighth grade when Red and Blue came out.
0: So that's. A, what, did it have the stere like the connotation already of like oh nerds and kids play Pokemon? Yeah,
1: but I was pretty fine with being a nerd. Mm. I just liked what I liked, but yeah, like oh. only a few people in my grade. Wait, hold I mean, on.
0: I I just really want to pause for a second. At age twelve or thirteen or whatever, eighth yeah, grade. Yeah, you self actualized and realized I'm just gonna like what I like.
1: No, I certainly not.
0: I <laughs> okay, so it wasn't that. Okay. I, I w-
1: well, is, I remember being. I remember really wanting everyone to like me,
0: oh, yeah,
1: I mean, but I also never wanted to change who i was for that to happen i did think that i was pretty great
0: that's awesome <laughs> and as just you no always. one agreed
1: with me <laughs> except for my parents it was mostly that my parents were very supportive and like really got me and so i'd like do bits for my parents and would just destroy and then i'd go to school and do the like, same what bit are you talking about I'm like ah, you guys don't get it so oh, awesome though.
0: That's, I was. Gonna, that's that's awesome that, you know. I mean, I remember there was a, a kid who loved Bowling for Soup, in sure. in eighth grade. Like yeah. it was that, mm-hmm. and everyone was like, "This is the dumbest band. You're <laughs> so lame." And he just unapologetically loved Bowling for Soup and wasn't yeah. like weird about it. Right? He wasn't like, guys.
1: Yeah. It's nice to just be like.
0: Yeah, he's just just like this is my favorite band. Like whatever. I like they make music. He was just really chill about it. He loved bowling. And guess what? Again, twenty eight now. bowling for soup fucking rips. (laughs) That band is awesome. Yeah. And I remember at the time liking that, like a Hangover. You don't deserve that album. So uh, good. I don't, I don't know Bowling for Soup. That's enough. fine. I'm a. I, I would say I'm a pretty big Bowling for Soup fan. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie.
1: I've gotten into um, way after the fact. I've gotten really into My Chemical Romance.
0: Oh, still a great band to get into. Yeah. Did really
1: you really? A bunch of bangers that band put
0: out. So, so yeah, if you were this positive. You know, well, again, I'm I, I'm making assumptions. I was going to say this positive, oh. self-confident teenager. Oh. Did you have an emo phase where you ripped? Like if you just got into my chemical romance.
1: Yeah. So I was, I, I really was not that self-confident as a, as a teenager. But I was, uh, I, what, what really happened is that I never wanted, I didn't want to change who I was, but also I just felt very misunderstood all the time. Mm. I just like felt like no one, except for my, no one, my own age got me, which would have been impossible for them to do based on the things that I was into the more that I think about it. But, uh,
0: I mean, eighth grade being into Pokemon and like being a a good uniter
1: for a few of my friends, but like most of my, when I was 10, I broke my leg. And uh was in the hospital for a few months, and then had a body cast for a month mm-hmm. after that, or so, at my house.
0: Like full, like full yeah, body? like full body
1: cast. Wow, and, uh, Dude, from your leg. Yeah, it's like yeah, it neck was down, to, uh, toe to up to my like uh, just below my arms, so I could move my arms. Wow. Um, Did they? Like, this anyway.
0: might be a really stupid question, so I'm sorry. Did they put both legs in the cast?
1: Yeah, one was all the way down to my toe. Okay. The one that was broken. Yeah. It Because bro- I broke my femur. So it okay. was uh yeah, they had to really make sure that everything was immobilized. Yeah. My hips had to be and my leg had to be. So
0: So even the other leg, despite it it was fine, they still had to be cast up. It
1: was cast down to the knee or so so I could bend I could bend my bottom part of yeah. my leg, but not the top part.
0: How'd you break it?
1: Snowboarding. Well, Radical sledding on a oh. um, less radical. <laughs> well, standing on a on a thing with no bindings, or like one of those boards that had a rope with no bindings. The kid, okay, the kid snowboarding yeah, of like, kid snowboarding. I'm gonna and use- then I yeah. went off a jump with that snowboard, and oh, yeah, it was a terrible idea all around.
0: Did you get it? You must have gotten air though.
1: I got so much air, Hell dude.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so you're in the cast, and is that?
1: But the the point people was people are looking at
0: you. Like, is that?
1: uh yeah I, I stopped being a modest kid after that that was in fifth grade okay oh Okay. And, but like you need so much help for everything and like yeah i just your butt's just out
0: okay. <laughs> i paul i tried to cut you off and find the point where you say the point is
1: um the the point oh just that i when i was at home my parents put a little tv in my room i got a tv in my room With, when i was cast up uh, yeah. While to, I was in the to, cast, but then right. it just stayed after. Nice. And so for years and years, I had a TV in my room, and I don't think I would just watch it while I went to sleep. And right. so like Nick at Night was a real big thing for me. Yeah. And at that time, it was showing like Taxi and I Love Lucy, and like those were my shows. Right. And I can't make references to other fourteen-year-olds.
0: Guys, have you seen the Chocolate Factory episode? <laughs> it's
1: like, what? You... <laughs> it's a great episode.
0: It's. I mean, I Love Lucy's a great show. Yeah. But I totally, yeah, I mean, yeah. other 10-year-olds, however old you so are. I always,
1: so, so, okay, yeah, we're, we're on a few different rabbit holes. But I felt very misunderstood as a kid. Right. And um, that led to me being angry most of the time. But also just like, man, nobody gets me. <laughs> and that's, I've learned that that's the difference between like metal and rap. Is just like, if you're in a small town and you're like, man, no one gets me. that's why you're mad you'll get into metal and if you're in a and if you're because that's your biggest problem is that no one gets you yeah and if you're in a city and uh your biggest problem is that you might get shot uh you listen to rap
0: (laughs) okay so there's there's a clear line in the small town metal there's no
1: such thing as a big city kid who likes metal i don't think
0: Ah, I I really hope that someone gets mad enough to write in. I mean, I would like, be
1: interested to hear that, but I, f- I do feel like uh, if you're an inner city kid, if you're a big city kid, mm. you are much more inclined to listen to rap than you are uh, metal.
0: And then the small town kids that want to b rappers listen to rap and yes that's how they... oh
1: that and and i got into rap for a while and it was more the other problem with my hometown is that there were only two radio stations that worked um two? and one of them was like really soft pop
0: how big was your town
1: uh it's, it's like ten thousand people or so but it's just in a valley in the mm, middle of massachusetts okay. so like radio just yeah, goes just to, right yeah, over the valley the way, okay And so we would get one. The only one that played within the city limits was uh, WXLO out of Worcester. And it was just like a uh, just a pop station, but not even like the hard stuff. Just like Like, (laughs) Gloria Estefan all the time. Okay,
0: so my first thought I was going to be like Dixie Chicks.
1: Sure. Not quite Country.
0: But okay. Because for I'm, me, I'm
1: sure a couple of Dixie Chick songs made it up.
0: W-H-U-D 100.7. Yeah. That was what I was always listening to in, in the car with my mom. And they had... this like similar... Yeah. Acceptable, family-friendly... Sure. Mom-pop, you know? Yeah. It was
1: mom-pop for sure. Mom-pop.
0: So that's one station.
1: Yeah. And then the other station w- would only come in once you got out of town. But it was a rap station. It was a hip-hop station. And so... Of course,
0: Uh, once you got out of the town, yeah, there's about ten thousand people. You said, "What's the uh, statistics on race in that town?"
1: Oh, uh, not not uh, a super diverse town. (laughs) i'm willing to bet yeah. i don't think i've looked them up recently
0: is but... that yeah that's why the the rap station comes in just at the outer oh, town limit leave
1: town just... yeah, i always thought it was because of the valley but i think they put up a force field just a long time ago when
0: you leave town you get to hear some <laughs> lyricism and uh other points of view
1: yeah so i got like in my like junior year of high school i started getting into like ludicrous nice. and uh that because it was also like oh this guy, he's he's a little more vulgar than my parents would have liked. So that was fun. Rebellion but then also, is, yeah. he's like, this guy's kind of funny. Like he, he oh, he's dude. like, rap can be funny.
0: Yeah, dude, Ludacris is definitely a funny rapper. Uh, Pusha T has, as right. well as his like crazy. I sell coke bars. There's definitely some lines where it's like, yeah. oh, that's pretty funny. Jay Z is funny. Like, <laughs> there's definitely a lot. I mean, punchline rap is a thing. Okay. where it gets kind of a bad rap because it is typically like early Mac Miller is okay. punchline rap. You know? I don't know who that is. You don't oh you don't know Mac Miller? Oh that's fine. no I v- very
1: short lived uh, uh time in rap, so and rap that... and then I went to college and almost instantly got into
0: metal. Oh, um, okay. Did you grow the hair out?
1: I did. Not like all the way. This I was gonna is the Like, like stop you've seen it, like you've seen it about as long as it Oh, really? like okay. it's like On that first album is like just down to below my ears basically. Yeah, Yeah, just shaggy. Okay. So you Um, didn't get the That happened in college as well though. I had a like really of course tight cut for a long time and then
0: started growing it out. There's a couple there's a couple things that you always try as a youth. It's I'm convinced everyone does a year of gymnastics, soccer, karate, or all three. Okay. You try growing your hair all three at the same time. Not necessarily at the same time. Because that's a
1: sport I would watch. (laughs)
0: I mean, soccer already has some Gymnastic karate. Soccer karate. It's,
1: oh, I guess it is all the same. You just say soccer, is. and then you're done. You say
0: <laughs> soccer, and then you have acrobatic kicks. Kick. <laughs> We're all the same way, Oh,
1: it's very. So this this is it's on tangent, but I uh, watch YouTube on my. I have an app on my television. I okay. Watch YouTube on there a lot, and I watched. Uh, I watch a bunch of soccer highlights from the Premier League on there because yeah. the highlights are the best way highlights, to watch soccer. It's yeah, just, like, I a a completely... ten minute video of all the almosts.
0: Oh. <laughs> I made a video of all the almost and somehow it still ends. Zero, zero.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I'm like yeah thanks thankfully I didn't spend 90 minutes on this zero yeah. zero time but I mean, it was that's very a, fun to watch people almost score I was gonna say
0: it's a, a classic like hack joke about soccer it's like oh 90 minutes zero zero but like soccer really is fun it's I fun really do enjoy the like the build-up too is fun even though the yeah. almosts are a lot of almosts yeah but, can, it's but like goals are fun. so
1: important that almosts are fun exactly it. but the uh, the point was that I I also watched a bit of like uh, MMA highlight just like compilation MMA things and so the <laughs> (laughs) Genre that YouTube suggests for me now is kicks.
0: Like in the top, instead of it'll be like comedy, film trailers, kicks. Oh my god. That's awesome. (laughs) Have you seen the movie Shaolin Soccer? Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah, that was on, uh, we had like a movie station <laughs> in college that I would watch that on. That's athletic kicks. Just like kicks. It, every now and then would just be on that station to right. just like tune into it and be like, oh nice, this is on, it's fun. It's <laughs> this a is on. two hours done for me. Yeah,
0: exactly. Oh dude, some of the, some movies are just absolute time sucks.
1: Yeah, uh, and in college I got into metal and a bit of emo, but I never uh, really got that hard into my chemical romance specifically. And so it was a late discovery for me, but I'm I'm on the train.
0: Uh, So late discovery, like as an adult now, like like, within the last
1: four years, probably. Nice.
0: That's still that's still really cool though. That typically how I grew up is like, oh, the emo sad kids listen to that. Yeah. Like, no, we're all just emo sad kids. Yeah. I'm
1: like, I'm an emo sad kid.
0: They're touring again, and so many people have been hyped on it, like. Ranging from people that I follow that are like finance bros, yeah, to you know the kids that were the emo sad kids that yeah. like grew up and still are kind of emo <laughs> and sad. Now
1: my favorite band is the National, and I just went to a show of. The, do you know the National? No. Oh, okay. They they're a uh, they are not a popular band, but also are a very popular band. Like the people that have heard of them before mm. are really into Ride the National. Or die. And then uh, there's a lot of people, because they've never really got any kind of widespread notoriety, fame. I don't know. Notoriety okay. seems... Is a so it's one, like right?
0: a strong... Yeah, no, they're wanted.
1: I, th- I think their following is, like, much bigger than, like, an underground following. Mm-hmm. They're, like, a very popular band, but also have never had any kind of thing that you would have heard of just by accident.
0: Okay. So, the national concert recently my Chem- they're not not like my chemical romance though. no
1: but i went to the show a couple weeks ago and was just like oh this crowd is a mirror like <laughs> it was just I, like
0: I found my people
1: people rocking a little too hard for their age <laughs> was like, oh jeez, okay well, you're not
0: old i'm 38 <laughs> that's, that's 37 adults. come on man you're spring chicken yeah no
1: but it was just like i'm too old to like really be you might be too old to
0: headbang. Yeah. Is that what...
1: That's not what this kind of... Okay. Is. That's, yeah, it, leveled level down is, from metal, Andrew. It is a, a genre described as dad rock uh, many years ago. Uh, okay. When, when someone tried to describe the National, like, five years ago, I heard them call it dad rock and was like, hey. And now I'm like, no, that's right. So it's just like a bunch of uh, almost 40 dads, like, really partying on their night away from the kids. Was this crowd... And I was like, oh, jeez, okay. Well, you
0: don't have kids, you can look at that as a yeah. I've done anything. You can go to the... <laughs> except I was gonna say you can go to the national concerts whenever you want. It's yeah. not like it's your night off.
1: Yeah, I had candy when I got out because I can do whatever I want. But I don't have any kids to be like, no candy, dad. <laughs> this is a weird thing I made up.
0: Is that? That's I,
1: mostly I... what kids are like. It's like, dad, stop eating candy. <laughs>
0: It's a role reversal, dad. You've been having so much candy. You need to you need Inside to Inside or chill outside?
1: Man. You got to pick one, dad.
0: <laughs> is that on the rate? What do you do you want kids? You'd be a fun as hell dad. Eating candy whenever with the kid?
1: I have um It's an interesting topic. My my wife and I talked about it and um I think that we both were like 60 40 in opposite directions so it's like one of those things where it could happen either way and i mm-hmm. think neither of us would be that that super jazzed about it or super like upset about it so, just like
0: we have another team
1: member yeah it would be cool if we had a kid and also like a life without kids is also pretty cool yeah. so i think that we both are like if it happens then it happens but also are doing everything we can to not nice (laughs) so
0: So yeah my my sister was part of a quote three to five year plan so it seems like it's not even she popped out of like year three or whatever okay so it was like technically so it was like
1: we're having kids this is happening
0: yeah but not like like yeah we'll get there eventually oh sure
1: yeah, <laughs> it wasn't like ah, we're behind schedule. We gotta no, no, no. It was
0: like we'll have kids in three to five years, and then at year three, it was like oh well, I guess this is technically in the window. So <laughs> let's 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 go through with this one. <laughs> <Sure. It's laughs> just, okay. shit. no they want no, they want no. They they wanted her. Uh, yeah, but it was again that timing of like whatever. If it happens, it happens. Yeah. So, but
1: also there's so like. I, I for sure feel like I'm not ready for kids now, and I've felt that way for a long time. And there's only so much of that before I could just go, oh well, then I just am not ready for children. Like if I'm like not ready for kids now. I'm 45.
0: <laughs> I I mean I, w- I, mean you could be an old dad, just be an old yeah. dad.
1: I've always I always it, when in the land where I pictured myself as a dad, I always envisioned myself being an old dad. Yeah. Um, cause it was probably, I guess in those days it was in my head after I had had time to become a successful, famous comedian. Of
0: course it's whenever, yeah, there's always, and then
1: I'll settle down and have a kid.
0: You have some things to take care of first. Yeah. And actually I'm curious cause I, I I'm not actually, a successful,
1: famous comedian. That's
0: not what I was getting at. You are, but, um, I never actually got the whole story If. I can ask, what happened down in Tennessee? Oh, sure. Yeah,
1: I can talk about that. I mean, I so I haven't been doing stand-up very hard for a while, and what really happened is that I got sick for a little bit.
0: Okay. Um, Andrew, just as a, as a quick backstory, Andrew headlined a wonderful comedy club down in Bristol, Tennessee. Yeah, that called club's Blue, great. Blue, it's so nice, man. Called Blue Ridge Comedy Club. Uh, and so... There's um, there's some listeners around in the area. Go check that out. Yeah, go I, do I it. have a I have a listener underwater hey, in Virginia.
1: Tiffany, go to Blue Ridge Comedy Club. Go to Blue Ridge Comedy Club. You Maniac.
0: Yeah, you underwater maniac. <laughs> uh, it's fantastic though. So anyway, Andrew is lo- underwater. Uh, the listener is not Blue Ridge Comedy Club. Why, if you go on, why is
1: your listener underwater? I don't
0: know. I'm really curious. But if you go on the RSS map and zoom in on, you know, no. the data of where listeners are, there's like, you know, it's just a body
1: of water in the middle of Tennessee. Yeah, it's like, and it's like it just has a little thing that's just like a under.
0: Li- there's just like a little blue dot in the middle of the water. <laughs> oh, Christ! So, I like it so much. I'm sure someone was You've going a, through a tunnel or whatever. Yeah. But.
1: I, well, I bet that they just. Uh, they're down at the bottom of this lake and you know what you don't get a lot of media when you're trapped at the bottom of a lake and all the stuff that you do you've heard already exactly you got a lot of time to kill
0: i'm here to save them with new content a new angle and then hopefully one day if we get money for this i'm gonna buy some scuba gear (laughs) i'm gonna send it to ronahawk virginia virginia i really should learn how to say the town name too nah she's not
1: gonna what's she gonna do come for you the undead mermaid gonna come for you in your sleep. That's more likely than uh but not, to be honest.
0: <laughs> Andrew's headlining uh down at Blue Ridge Comedy Club. Yeah, so, and all of a sudden, Andrew's not back in Boston.
1: Yeah. Take I, it
0: away, Andrew.
1: I mean there's a there's a ton of stuff that led up to it. Yeah. It sort of was just the the it kind of could have been anywhere, but it was definitely the the thing that came to a head in my uh, in my health. Okay. Um, I had like had this like inner ear problem for a little while, and my balance had been off
0: that and you I, knew about.
1: That I knew about. Okay. It was like vague and minor enough that I could live my life, but also Got was it. like this is not okay. great. And so I started going to doctors about it, and they like. Couldn't really tell. They were like, everything looks fine. We don't know what, so it's nothing serious. But also, we don't know what is actually going on, and um, it just started getting. I like, I I wasn't really sleeping very much and was trying to do a bunch of stuff for the first time for again, like doing stand up for the right, first time, like kinda, things were just happened. opening I was up say, after it was the pandemic. Right
0: after pandemic,
1: um, and had this hour show that I was trying to prepare for, and hadn't done stand up in front of a live audience in a couple of years and so it was just like trying to cram a bunch of shows and i just was like uh i was like up for a promotion of my job we had just moved apartments, like there was a ton of stuff going on and uh just like really was exhausted i wasn't sleeping very well at all and just kept being like well i'll sleep great tomorrow because i'm so tired right now and then just would it would be the same thing
0: again yeah
1: and so I went down to Tennessee and, did you, uh, real
0: quick, did you drive or drove down? How long did you do the drive in?
1: Did two days. I, uh, two days I spent the night in uh, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Good call. I made the trip a, a, a challenge in its own right. Decided I wanted to go all in on the, on the drive as well. And so I decided I was going to try to play a disc golf course in every state on the way down to Tennessee uh, which is a lot of states.
0: That's a lot of states. It's and a yeah. lot of disc golf.
1: It's a lot. It made it. It made both days like a uh, twelve to fourteen hour drive, oh, when it is only a twelve hour drive in its own right. But like I was play and I was like taking breaks and playing and eating food along the way. But it made it so that I was on the road for twelve 14, to fourteen oh hours, God. two days in a row.
0: And then also, you like, exerting energy to play yeah. disc golf, exhausting. Yeah.
1: Um, and yeah, have already been feeling pretty bad. Cause and still like right. feel like my balance is off yeah. all the time. Um and so yeah, did a show on Friday. Uh and it went fine. It was a delight. And then the second show on Friday was also going great. And I just like felt like I was gonna pass out on stage. And uh kept doing the show for a little while after like, like did it sitting down. Cause I had told the crowd that I was like, Ooh, wow. I almost passed out just then. And then was just like, I'm going to sit down and like talked for a while longer. And then eventually got off. But like, so you
0: finished the set. I,
1: yeah, I, I think I still <laughs> ended it early, but I did more time. Okay. Then. And also like, I could tell immediately, like this show's over. Like yeah. <laughs> the crowd does not care that they didn't get the full, like if you are having a bad, health day they don't care that you did t- an extra 10 minutes they're like hey go you should go to the hospital you
0: should, yeah go this looks tough man yeah yeah
1: and so i went to the hospital after the show and
0: uh you, wow so you, they're, they're like go to the hospital man and you're like yeah that's probably a good idea
1: well they didn't yell that
0: much. i know <laughs> that would have
1: been <laughs> a fun heckler just like go to the hospital get off the stage into a care take, center take care of yourself
0: so you get off you go to the hospital. Um,
1: yeah. And basically, I, I I had never had panic attacks before, Yeah. but that was for sure a panic attack. And uh, then, but I didn't know at the time, I didn't understand for a long time that that's what was happening. I thought it was sort of all related to this thing in my ear that was fucking my balance up.
0: So it, it wasn't, you had a panic attack from the ear stuff?
1: I don't know. I mean mm-hmm. no one has ever really been able to sure. diagnose it fully. Man. Um I know that at a certain point after that cuz I didn't I still didn't really understand the like anxiety attacks and how to deal with them or anything like that and I and so much of it was just that I just wasn't sleeping. Yeah. But like I was too anxious to sleep and also like so anxious because I couldn't sleep. And so I just like desperately needed something to help break the cycle of anxiety was the thing that eventually I learned was like, Oh, I would take my balance being a little off. If I like, I, I don't even care about that anymore. I care so much more about how anxious I feel all the time. And, uh, so I ended up talking to my primary care for the first time in this whole thing. Cause I had like, I have insurance that's good enough that I can just like skip to a specialist. And so I had done that. And very quickly, after talking to my parents, I was like, oh, I should have talked to you in the first place. Because you would have been like, it sounds like you're really, really, really anxious.
0: Yeah. And that's, yeah. I've done the same conversation. So,
1: yeah. If, and so I. If you're
0: comfortable with, do you still yeah. have the panic attacks? How are you So I started
1: medication, I guess, about a year ago. It was like Lexapro? early, early September. Lexapro.
0: Yeah. Lexapro buddies. Yeah.
1: That's,
0: that's the one <laughs> yeah buddy
1: um and i honestly don't know how much it's done for me i the recovery from that anxiety what has been so slow mm-hmm. overall that i question whether it actually did anything more than just give me a plan for getting out uh and then, and then not actually do anything but just make me feel less anxious because I am taking a medication
0: right, so how long have you been taking it? about
1: a year but I was okay. uh, and I feel almost one hundred percent I wow. like it was it was just like getting slowly better and better and better every week. Um I
0: think that's the meds working, whether it's them yeah. doing their job or you
1: absolutely. You yeah know, i don't take... care whether they work whether mm. they were how they're supposed to or not right they're like taking it has made me feel yeah. better and so i uh will probably stop at some point uh i'm not i'm that's not the, sure that's the it's, goal. i'm not sure it's now but, yeah um yeah and so uh no i haven't had panic attacks i think i maybe had one right towards the beginning of when i started medication but like none since then and uh everything is just slow. It's it's all been very slow, but it is yeah. all getting better. Like it, right. I, I certainly for a long time, it was all of us thinking about it and it was just very consuming. I, I also, took time off at of work cause I couldn't even, I couldn't even be upright. I like had to be laying down or cause I, and this is also an anxiety thing, but also because of the balance thing is just like my balance was so bad when I was standing up so partially because I was so anxious, but falling, like,
0: yeah. You're ang- oh my God. That's yeah. a, that's a, but like it all cycle, fuels into just itself. a rat Absolutely. race exactly
1: yeah. and so uh yeah that stuff is still like a little bit around i think in the end i went and saw saw all these ear doctors but none of them took a look in my sinuses and i think i had like one super clogged sinus up here that was like just blocking no everything way. on that side and really throwing everything off and eventually it has uh Slowly cleared out. I got a humidifier, and that
0: helps a lot. Have you ever done one of those like Flonate, like the water?
1: Yeah, and then I I started acupuncture too, nice. and uh, the person I was doing acupuncture with, I talked about that because I was doing the like ear irrig- irrigation, because mm-hmm. the first person that I saw put me on a nasal spray to help try to help clear out my just ear, just a spray like it didn't, like, in- just just okay. like a Flonase type. Okay, yeah, and uh, I was using that, and it wasn't helping. And so I I guess I also kind of ruled out that it was a sinus thing. Cause I could always breathe also. Mm. Um, like I could breathe. It fine. was never stuffed up. It was never stuffed up, but I realized at a certain point that it was just, uh, it put, and because of my acupuncture person, she was like, I, she asked me how often I was using the, the rinse. Eventually I started doing that. Like uh, what is it? A neti pot rinse through your saline, yeah. through your nose. And she's like, how often are you doing that? I'm like, Oh, like, uh, once or twice a day and she's like oh my god that is too much <laughs> she's like i would cut it back to once a week Whoa. uh this is just
0: like is it just like rip away your nose or something
1: i think all that happened is like this flownase it didn't help me the way that it was supposed to and yeah. dried every dried, dried my every, nose yeah, out and so everything just got like super and inflamed and, and yeah. terrible Man, and uh it just felt terrible all the time Uh um, feeling better now Feeling better now, that is, like, still, the sinus stuff is still, like, a vague work in progress that I'm not yeah. sure will ever be all the way back. But I overall feel much, absolutely much better than I did. Like, I can at least live a life again.
0: That's, that's huge. I mean, I really hope that you have, I had a, a crazy, like, hit me epiphany moment, of like, seven months-ish after starting Lexapro, maybe six-ish months. Yeah. was just driving one day and i was like oh my god is this how people (laughs) normally feel and i'm not cured of anxiety or anything but there's definitely just more control yeah and feeling like i'm not spiraling
1: yeah and i mean i um have had moments of that Those like fun epiphanies where you're just like I just realized that I've just been feeling like a regular guy yeah, for a while. Just
0: going around doing yeah. things. Yeah, and there's
1: been, it's been slowly more and more of that and less of the other thing. But also, that was kind of how it was before. <laughs> and so Before what? what before you just this, this like kind of, I've always had, I think, some base level of anxiety. But for the most part, I always felt pretty good and was pretty laid back about everything. And so, um, like... Trying to get back there to to where I can feel that way most of the time versus like having to like even when I notice that it's happening, it's like, oh yeah, no, I'm still noticing this. <laughs> it's nice to acknowledge it, but also it sure would be great if this was just all the time now.
0: Go back to your kid mindset, man. You rule, yeah. you absolutely rip, you are one of <laughs> the coolest people I know. Yeah. We didn't even touch I mean, we just touched an hour and I was gonna say, we didn't even touch the story of how we became friends. oh man it's the most fun d- story okay, let's, we should do that one real quick
1: yeah so my uh was it the rabbit no it was the one before it was uh before y- my did you have a volvo i had a saab okay and it was a car that my parents had given to me because they were getting rid of it and they didn't like the, they thought the trade-in was too low on the car and my family has always driven cars until they die basically it's-
0: that's the Calais way as well, yeah. man. Just drive them until they don't drive. Yeah,
1: this car by the end, and this was not when we hung out with it, but it was. It was. I drove this car for a while after. Yeah. Uh, after getting it fixed. Um, after
0: the day we met, you yeah. got it fixed and kept driving it. Yeah. Oh wow. But
1: by the end, it was uh, the battery would die every time, and so I had a I had a portable jump starter battery that I would bring to jump start my car every single time I needed to drive it. Oh my God and it was only because i was driving it like if i drove it every day it would probably would have held up and been fine because you get that charge in the battery yeah. all the time but i would drive it like if i let it go for even a day if i didn't drive it for a day the next day i would go Holy after two crap. days and it wouldn't start
0: so that's the sob
1: that was the sob and it broke down and i had to be at a gig in maine and it broke down on my on the highway we're like on the on ramp getting to Ninety
0: three, dude. It was in a sketchy spot.
1: Yeah, it was. I broke down, uh, basically, on the stretch of Boston called Methadone Mile. <laughs> yeah,
0: it was. It was tough.
1: Yeah, um, but I just put out on the Boston Comedians Facebook page, "Hey, <laughs> is anyone free and want to drive me to Maine from Boston to Maine right now?" There'll be a spot in it for you at the show. I knew that some comedian would be a
0: that's enough all of a I maniac. needed that's all I needed because I had just moved here I didn't yeah. know anybody man I
1: knew I didn't we had never met we
0: never met but
1: I had talked to your friend in Vermont or oh, oh no I had met a friend of yours from Burlington uh who comic a comic do you remember who uh yeah.
0: Nicole Sisk. No. Kendall Farrell. No. Carl Sonnefeld.
1: No. They do live in New York now, though.
0: Uh, Anya Voltz. No. Jade Marcotte.
1: We, uh, we can... Carmen Legala, No. I, I wish it had been Carmen Legala. Ah,
0: isn't she She's oh, so good.
1: Gosh, she's... I, I, I like Carmen Legala so much we can cut this part but um
0: no we won't because i love all of those people but anyway so you talk to somebody from. we should
1: cut this uh because i don't know their current name
0: oh okay okay ready well i'll I'll throw a beep in and we'll just pretend that it was okay that we don't want andrew their name was
1: it's their name
0: oh oh that's got it okay now i know why okay Okay. got it now sure (laughs) okay so you're talking to them
1: Talking to them, and they just were like, oh, a friend of mine is moving down here soon. You'll see him around. He's a nice boy. Uh, and I uh, – so I, I didn't know who you were, but then I put it on this board, and you responded like, hey, are you serious? Because I'll come yep. get you.
0: I just I – I saw the message. I was not working at the time. I was just going to go do an open mic, and – That was my plan, and I was, for whatever reason, just extra sad that day. I was in a terrible place when I first moved to Boston. Sure. Of course, just moving anywhere new. a bad place. (laughs) Just moving anywhere new. A city is tough. And so I just wanted a spot on a show because I, I just I, feel
1: like a stranger you feel like you, you don't belong yeah, in the place you just
0: don't you feel you like, don't
1: know anything you don't know anyone and anywhere you go you're like am i ordering right
0: yeah i honestly <laughs> I felt people like in
1: boston order food
0: i felt like i was giving the city a hug and it wasn't giving a hug back you know that sure. feeling yeah. when you hugs and their arms are just there and you're like oh this is <laughs> uncomfortable that's how i felt yeah. just constantly <laughs> there was somebody at a mic one time where again i was new i was just trying to make friends I was like hey nice to meet you my name is danny uh-huh. they're like oh cool you know blah, blah blah we were talking to them for a little bit uh and then somebody else who i guess this person knew was more established more whatever they literally put their hand up to my face mid conversation and then just turned oh, around boy. to talk to this person so that was that was... Br- and it, yeah,
1: that's not very nice. It's
0: things like that that happened where i like... I'll be interested
1: to know who that was. Yeah,
0: we'll we'll do that one off, Mike, so then I don't have to beep it. But <laughs> It's things like that that happened where I was like, man, I don't know if I want to be here doing... Sure. Con- like, maybe I'll just cut my teeth doing something Oh, uh, man,
1: and then we just had the most magical we had evening. the <laughs>
0: most fun! I was so... Happy! We did the show. We hung out at the condo. We played yeah. frisbee so, on so the my, beach the yeah next my, day. My
1: uh, extended family has a condo in Maine that my wife and I, my wife and I i had planned this trip as a, I'm going to drive up here and then we're going to go hang for the weekend at this condo on the beach that we never get to go to. Um And so she was going to meet me up there. She, she was mm-hmm. already at the condo. Right. And so then I was like, Hey someone gave me a ride some things happened they're a nice this ni- boy I was gonna say,
0: this nice boy just randomly drove me three hours can to he stay
1: at the condo tonight can we, keep him? <laughs> can, we, can we keep him and i and yeah so we so we did that and then like just had a nice evening and, and then
0: it felt so nice to be kept because yeah. i had didn't have friends. We, we threw a
1: frisbee around on the park in, in the on the beach the next morning.
0: Such a nice Run down to time.
1: the pier and got some fries, I think. Yeah. We and did. then we and
0: just... then
1: you went on your way and yeah. I stayed and got a ride home with my wife. Yeah, but next like,
0: morning I just bounced, you hung out for a little bit, you know, yeah. and then I was like, Alright, man, I'll see you back in Boston. Yeah.
1: And you went home was with your great. wife. I was like, what a nice man.
0: It was so fun. And like I said, it was such a needed thing where I was like, oh, there are Friends, yeah, that you can make here, and you, you know, you're not, yeah, and totally... like, people
1: are so weird about whether a comedian is good or not when they yeah. start wh- about whether they want to be friends. And I'm so happy that like, I enjoy meeting new people in comedy, but also mm-hmm. I think it's better for me to meet them after they've seen my act because I think it is just like, hey, here's it, it is a, a establishment of like, hey, here's where I'm coming from as a person, mm-hmm. and also like. I think it breaks the ice for a lot of people to be like, "Oh, you you can do this." Like, yeah, <laughs> you've been doing whatever, whether it's my taste or not. Like, you've been doing it for a while.
0: I, yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, speaking of when you specifically when you watch you do a set, it's like, oh, this guy is clearly himself. Clearly, he's been doing it long enough where yeah. you can tell he's himself and he's having fun up yeah. there. Like that's right. That's so infectious.
1: But like, all I care about. I if you're a new comedian in Boston, I I like meeting new comics in Boston. I think I think they're very excited about comedy, and I think that's very infectious. <laughs> um, but I don't care if you're funny. Like you get a full two years at least of a pass to be unfunny and have me not care about it. Absolutely. Uh, if I like hanging out with you, and, and you're just nice and, and a good hang, it, it doesn't matter if you're funny for at least two years. You'll figure
0: it out. Yeah. Yeah. So. That was again such an important thing to me, and I just want to say thank you oh, for well, you know of taking a for the chance. Ride, buddy. <laughs> okay, of course, man, <laughs> you had at least been vouched for by
1: a person before. I think
0: I believe Sean Connolly was the person that because I think I had talked to him at a show. Oh, okay. like a month later. Well, I something. met your friend from from Brooklyn. Oh friend, right, but, friend. From, but
1: yeah, but also I th- that was also at Iron Furnace that that person vouched for you, and so it made me. Uh, probably probably carter was in on it as well
0: got it okay um well i'm happy that there are some people out there that vouched and it yeah. helped me make a great friend and yeah man hey dude anxiety sucks
1: it's really bad
0: you're I, fucking awesome though thank dude you. for real
1: that that's been the frustrating part about all of this anxiety is that it genuinely has never been a like what if i'm not awesome <laughs> It's it's never like I I do constantly, uh, n- maybe not constantly, but I am very often reminded of all the things that I've done wrong to uh, to make people uncomfortable in the past. Like that's just a thing that I think happens to everyone. That's
0: just life, man. Yeah,
1: but I at least uh, I, I'm not too hard on myself about those things, and uh, at least like the person I am now. Even if I probably still will eventually mistakenly do something else to make someone else uncomfortable
0: well that's if that's where the anxiety comes from is the idea of no
1: the anxiety is based on uh me having anxiety has <laughs> been has been the past year or so has been like I'm oh sorry, god what if fu- the anxiety comes back yeah and yeah th- that, that has been the big problem of i get that too because that's, yeah. a,
0: that's a spiral and yeah. i hope that if you haven't you find what stops the spiral
1: yeah it, i i and pretty good it's it's so hard as you know because it is just like um i remember i was on a walk and uh started feeling bad on my walk and then just like very calmly to myself was like you're actually fine your brain is wrong and then also i was like wait who just said that
0: <laughs> also my brain it's the same one <laughs> it's the same thing that's firing the other yeah chemicals that are making you feel the wrongness so
1: it's like the the puzzle where you're you have two guards that one only tells lies and one only tells the truth but it's just the same guard it's just one guard who only tells lies and also only tells the truth
0: oh my god that's such a freaking good metaphor (laughs) um i want to i mean we've been doing 110 we can keep going but i want to cut it because that's just a perfect place to stop so okay nonsense we're yeah. having a nice time yeah. what else Listen.
1: uh you can get the uh the having a nice time when you can get on frisbee that's my favorite thing about it is that uh i got some i guess that was a year or so after the album came out cuz because it came out i got i i don't know if i got lucky that the pandemic happened when it did mm. but i recorded it just before the pandemic and so
0: the so people needed stuff to listen um, to
1: they needed stuff to listen to there was no new release for a very long time because i recorded it it came out during the pandemic i recorded mm. it in january 2020 good so timing. like i was one of the last ones good to timing be able
0: to world do it. To yeah nice job guys
1: <laughs> way to knock off for like a month or for like one whole month
0: are you back to doing stand up now Are you I am
1: back. I have been realizing lately that I would like to do more. So I mean if you're listening to this in Boston, hey, can I can I do your
0: show please? I if that's serious, are you trying to get back out? You know yeah. people will book. You. I
1: yeah, I my goal I this is uh, much more ambitious, but uh, the long term is that I would love to I have a show that I started doing a little bit before the pandemic. That's a longer, more sincere show. It's a like a narrative based thing. And uh, I would like to do that in Edinburgh next year. So I really would like to start working stuff out. But, Got
0: it. Yeah. I have something immediately, and I think we should talk now. So follow <laughs> Andrew Mayer, listen to nonsense, having a nice time, follow dinner at your oh, place. Oh, yeah.
1: Buy it on Frisbee, though. Was the oh, point. yeah. We, we Buy we the Frisbee. <laughs> Buy the Frisbee. It's Buy very Frisbee. cool. <laughs> I'm not doing shows again, but only kind of right now. I would like, I've been feeling better enough that I've been like, I should be doing more, but also the summer is so nice, has <laughs> been it's like so what pain, I've been man. thinking for the last few months.
0: And if it makes you happy, it makes you happy. Yeah.
1: And so I've kind of like allowed myself to have a summer of being an outside fun guy. Good. And uh, Very I've been good. like, okay, it's, I think it's officially the fall now and I should do stand up again
0: very good let's get you some work so uh thank you so much for listening to this episode of dinner at your place like i said nonsense having a nice time follow andrew Mayer. follow dinner at your place follow me danny Calais. just google our names google my name it's fun yeah. uh thanks again but it it's fun
1: to google <laughs> <Cut> to
0: <it. laughs>